You're listening to the Kilcullen Diary Podcasts. Stories in sound from a village grown bigger. Hello, I'm Brian Byrne, and this is Kilcullen Diary. In 1868, a Dublin businessman took over the lease on an acre of land and a mill at Mount Usher near Ashford in County Wicklow. Edward Walpole was a regular weekend walker in the woodlands of that area, and he began building a garden on his new piece of land. Seven years later, he passed over the garden to his sons, Edward Jr. and George. They continued the process of developing the garden, acquiring more land, and building bridges and weirs across the Vartry River, which runs through the property. Today, thanks to generations of the Walpole family, and since 1979 the work overseen by then-new owner Mrs Madeline Jay, the Mount Usher Gardens are spread over 20 acres and host some 5,000 species of plants. Among these are 88 trees of note from every continent and many lands. They include 32 of the champion trees of Ireland, the designation given to the most perfect of their species. From the beginning it was the intention of the Walpole family that the gardens would be natural ones, not in any way like the formal geometrical gardens fashionable in the big houses of the time. Edward and George were greatly influenced by gardener William Robinson, an Irishman who learned his trade in a number of those big houses, in Waterford and Leash, before finally gaining a position at the Botanic Gardens in London. He became very much against the building of mass-planted patterned gardens from greenhouse-grown exotic plants. He called it hideous art, and promoted his own ideas based on the native flowers and trees that he saw in his visits outside London to the English countryside. These ideas became the basis of the Walpole family's gardens. There are indeed a couple of lawned walks at Mount Usher, but otherwise the expanse is a riot of colour and species from very many parts of the world, growing in almost jungle profusion on either side of the Vartry River. Every plant and flower and fern and shrub live with and are often entwined with each other. It might on one level seem unplanned, but was in fact very carefully laid out to provide a secluded oasis of hardy perennial nature in the Vartry Valley. What it is today is due to the work of a number of head gardeners and their staff, who seem to have been truly dedicated to Mount Usher. Several made it lifetime careers of up to four decades long. Legendary among these are Charles Fox, Michael Gaffney and, latterly, John Anderson. Even on the busiest day there is enough space and tracks to leave plenty of room for those wandering through what is a place full of surprises, even for those of us with no botanical knowledge. There are strategically placed garden seats for those who want to take a longer time with a particular view or simply to rest a while. For a first-time visitor, the best way to see the garden is to follow the tree trail with the help of a numbered map and a leaflet. This way, you also travel the world through trees, from Ireland across Europe and the Middle East to Asia, taking in China, Tibet and Japan. 
and then down to Australia and New Zealand, and across the Pacific and up through the Americas. It fascinates me how well trees from quite different climates and conditions seem to quite happily live in Ireland, but I suppose it's something to do with our temperate climate. When Madeleine Jay bought the property in 1979, she did so to stop it being taken over by property developers. She passed away in 2015 in her 90s, and part of her legacy is that she introduced natural, chemical-free management to the gardens. Eight years before her death, she had leased the property to the Avoca Group, which continues the management and preservation of one of Ireland's botanical treasures. A treasure we have because of one man's love of the area and the true dedication of those who followed his dream. I'm Brian Byrne. This is Kilcullen Diary. Thanks for listening.